0: Hi guys and welcome to the well-read sisters podcast we are so happy that you guys are here and we just wanted to say thank you for showing up and for tuning in with us this week and all of the following weeks we started this podcast as a way to share our love of all things books reading and authors and to be able to share that love with the world we are so happy that you're joining us and we hope you are just as excited as we are about this episode so buckle up let's go Hi guys, and welcome to episode six of, I'm going to do it again. I, every time I want to say the well-read sisters, and I think I it works like that. I'm I gonna, know. Okay. It, I don't know what it is. I feel like maybe when I made our, like when we did the podcast and like started all this, I should have just put the well-read sisters. I don't know why I didn't. It Now it's just, the uh, you
1: know, it's not like, it's like a, like a, I don't know the word, like a bigger, it, you know, it's
0: placement weird. word. That's all right. placement That makes me feel a little bit better. Um, Hi guys, welcome back. I know we, if you're listening to this, our last few things have been kind of nuts in mine and Michelle's world the past few weeks as we (laughs) (laughs) were just saying out before we recorded. Um, So I promise if you're watching this in real time, um, I'm hoping episode four, episode four and five will probably out be out before this, but it took us, we've had all these episodes recorded for like a month. It's just work's yeah. been busy for both of us life has just been busy for the both of us so we're we're trying to turn these out as quickly as we can um we are a two-woman show over here though so it's <laughs> just the two of us so we're it's trying tough. to figure it out um but I really like that we're going to start picking I think a book a month um maybe we and eventually maybe we can transition to two you and I read a lot so I feel like it's really yeah. not gonna make- I have
1: not read anything since what was the last book I read
0: I was going to say, did you have, what have you been reading? I finished.
1: Oh my God. What was it called? It was the book I got for um uh, book of the month from last month, but I finished that. Oh, like whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, whoa. Okay. Not I this.
1: finished that like on Sunday. And was since it then I, the I haven't it? It read. I can't, it was something it was like
0: sinkable.
1: Yeah. The, the unsinkable. Sure. What was her name? Red um, Red 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 it.
0: Was it good?
1: It was very good.
0: Okay. Awesome. Oh, that's good. I so I, had this debate with you in the last episode in episode five where I was debating if I was going to bring three or four books with me when I went to Florida because I was having a really hard time deciding what to do um I only brought three which was actually a good call because I finished two while on vacation so okay. I the hating game which did you read the hating game I did a, a long time ago I loved it I know it was good um, it's, move, it's it's movie now I want to watch the movie yeah so it not yet so somebody had commented on the picture I posted of it and they're like oh it's on Amazon so I was like oh great like I love Lucy Hale she was in Pretty Little Liars uh-huh love everything she's been in so I was really excited and they cast it very well I thought she was a perfect perfect choice so I was like oh like yeah like I'll read the book and then I'll watch the movie and I went on Amazon and you have to rent it or buy it which like oh yeah you need you to, do to that. Or buy it so and then I was like scrolling, I think on um, Instagram, and I saw that it's releasing on Hulu. I think next week in the next. Okay. Week. So I'll watch it once it comes on Hulu when it's free. Um, so I read that, and then you talked about how much you loved Twice in a Blue Moon. Yeah. And I've read that, and I can concur. Masterpiece. It was so good. It is good. I, I still. Really um. um what was it called um, love and other words love another oh, yeah. yeah that is my favorite by her by Christina Lauren yeah I love them I was gonna say and I have to tell you because we I tag all of the authors in our um our Instagram posts they're always they always like our Instagram stories and they always re uh repost them every single time without fail and they comment like I've got, I have DMs from them saying oh like so glad you're loving it like they're on okay. top of their social media game I have to say they really really are. There's a few authors who have actually gotten back to us and like liked stuff. So you know what? This is why I like Bookstagram. Authors are like all about it. Yeah. I love it. The woman who yeah. wrote this man, I posted about um they cast Jesse Ward and I like reposted it or whatever. She literally DM'd me back. I was like, "This is like so freaking cool." that's funny Like a little shell-shocked but yeah so I read those two while I was away and I'm currently reading the book of cold cases which I'm really liking so far it's my first Simone St. James book um it had been on my reading list forever and it was one of the book of the months um last month which can we talk about how bad the choices were this month for March yeah, right
1: ah! I I just did, I got a few of like the
0: add-ons. I did too. So I got, I can't pronounce, I'm never going to be able to pronounce this name, but it's the Kala key, key, whatever the book yeah, is, that know. one. And then I know we're going to talk about our April pick for the month. I did the one Italian summer for that. Um, and I don't remember the other book I got. Oh, Beach Read. Cause you told me Beach oh, Read was really, oh, really good. So wait, did you see that she's writing a new book called Book Lovers? Yes, and I cannot wait for it to come I'm out. I'm so excited. That cover I've seen all over Instagram and it looks really, really cute. And I've seen the other one, it's called Weather Girl. It's the two people with the shoes and the, the big yellow umbrella. Oh, no, I'm so It see that. looks really cute. I've been like, so I had like a big book mail purchase. So I was talking to our mom about this for those of you who, um, and I was talking about this on Instagram stories. I'm going to start annotating my books when I read. Annotating looks so aesthetically pleasing with all of those like cute little colored tabs. But okay, are are we weirdos? Am I a weirdo? I cannot get past this. I think it's like an unspoken rule that you're not supposed to write in books. I, I don't
1: anyone? know. People that annotate. The only people I know that annotate are like professors and yeah. teachers. I so. <laughs>
0: I feel like a nerd um no the reason that I feel like I want to do it though is because I feel like I'm going to retain it a little bit better because especially now that we're going to go in and really start you know picking books every month to talk about and dedicate episodes to like I really want to make sure that like when I go back I know what the hell I'm talking about because like I've noticed in the past few ones like I'm like I don't I'm like not retaining everything um Mm -hmm. I have to say for Beartown though which I'm I'm so excited to talk about Beartown we had our book club meeting and this pleasant was a pleasant pleasant surprise because i hated this book in the beginning yeah i was not about it i was so. like what the hell did our sister amanda freaking pick this month and
1: yeah. they're like
0: yeah and it was like i don't think i can finish it well first i, I was <laughs> start
1: the book and she was like no and i said i don't think i can finish it it's really slow i can't yeah. get in." but she told me so the only reason why i kept reading was okay. because she like I read about it online and everyone's everyone's so low
0: yeah. and then like oh like, yeah so I was like all right like I'll wait I'll it pu- out I'll push through it then yeah I I had similar similar issues where I was like okay enough about the hockey talk like <laughs> just get to the the good stuff um, yes. and we'll we'll get, obviously talk about the book but I want to start annotating though so I'm going to start off with tabs and we're going to see how we go, because I think it's like sacrilegious to write in a book. Like, I don't know, maybe it's just, I don't know why I feel like you shouldn't be writing in books, period. Maybe (laughs) highlighting, you know, I I don't know. And I'm not planning on doing this for every book. Um, If that's school, you know, like, I don't want to make it like a, exactly. And I don't want to make it like a school, like education-based thing. Like I want to go back, like books that have meaning to me, I want to go back and like annotate. Um, this is really heartbreaking. I can't find my copy of Tiger Lily. And I think I'm going to cry because I can't find it. I've had that book for so long. I literally don't know what happened to it. I don't have it here. I know. <laughs> Usually if I'm missing a book, it, it ends up at your house. Yeah. I, I, have it. To, I actually, it's really funny. I have a, I have a stack of books to bring you when I see you this week, not a stack. I have two books to bring you, but, um, cause I don't want to send you home with too many. I'm going to give you, um, it happened one summer and, hook line and sinker by tessa bailey i know you're gonna love them yeah i, I love them. The library yeah i was gonna say i had I bought them
1: oh, boy, oh so. my god speaking of the library this is really funny i'm sorry but um normally i'm really good about like returning my books um because always. i always am putting like books on hold so i'm always you know like going to the library like to pick up new books so i'm normally good at turning in my old books oh god so I got like three books, like, oh my God, like the end of January, beginning of February. But here in Charleston, the, you can keep a book for a month and then you can like renew it for longer. So yeah. you're right. So like, like it's pretty long. So I renewed them for like another month longer and the day was quickly approaching and I did not bring them in. And uh they were like over two, no look, not two months, but they were over like a month overdue. And they emailed me the library and was like, We are gonna send like um a collection. Oh, yeah. I was <laughs> like, oh my god, don't do that. I have books. I, yeah, I was like, I have the books. I just like ha- haven't had time to drive what? to the library to drop Wait, them off.
0: That's hysterical. That's literally the, the balance
1: was only like Twenty nine ninety eight, and they were going to send like a collections after me for, for that. and I was like, Right. I was like, okay, whatever. So then literally like the next day went and uh, them off. Yeah, but I, I went like at, at night because that was the only time I could go. So I just like <laughs> dropped them in the thing and then I sent oh, like an email to the lady and was like, just the drop word. them off. Hopefully you get them. I just thought it was funny because I'm not, I like the, the library was
0: going to send a collection, a collection agency. After me that's hysterical wait that's actually really funny because I just got that same email today I've had this book sitting on my shelf and I forgot that I had it and yep. I just have to bring it back tomorrow because of the same thing I'm like no, I have it I said I didn't lose it like it's, it's so here. funny to
1: me I'm like I'm there all the time and they know like who yeah. I am so they probably were like This girl is trying to steal
0: the. I had three books. So they're like, she's trying to steal these three books. She's trying to get away with not returning them. Well, so it's funny because, um, and just to let everybody know on the podcast, we were like frequent regulars at the library in our hometown where we grew up. So, like, all the ladies there knew us us, uh, all the time. Is that
1: mine here? Yeah. They all know.
0: Yeah. I would go randomly, like, after you had left for Charleston. And I would be like, oh, like, hey. And they'd be like, oh, how's Michelle doing? We haven't seen her in a while. And I'm like, yeah, she mm-hmm. doesn't live here anymore. Yep. <laughs> so but I
1: funny. hated how in New Jersey you only had, I think it was two weeks. Two weeks, yeah, Yeah, a month. That's so
0: Yeah. My issue with this book was that I had The Court of Thorns and Roses because I wasn't buying those books because if I hated them, I didn't yeah. want to stuck with them you know what I mean so those books took for freaking ever to read so like I I forgot all about this other book um but anyway we digress so sorry (laughs) we're gonna now go into so our March book club pick of the month was Bear Town, which I feel like was just a really good way to kick off this because I feel like it it ended up actually being a really good book irregardless of what we were just saying before it does start off a little slow so Obviously extremely really
1: slow. It does not I I went back and looked, it does not pick up. I think it's
0: page like 94, 92. It's yeah. a lot way because That's by like, a long way to get into a book. Yeah, and like my thing is if by like page 100 I'm not into it, I'm not reading the book. Like I, just oh, I I'm way before that. My I'll give it a good shot.
1: It's like 75. Like if I get to page 75 it's and the book hasn't picked up, up it's I'm like it's no a Yeah, there's yeah, no point
0: it really is and you know it's it made me feel better because and I'm going to read the back of the book obviously guys this whole episode is going to contain spoilers I am not going to be blocking out what section does whatever because that's just redundant I'm not doing that um so if you have not read the book um and you're still reading it now obviously you can skip this episode you've been warned this is like the last spoiler warning thing um come back once you read the book, I promise it'll make sense. So <laughs> I felt the same way about it. Like it starts, you know what, let me read the back of the book and then we'll, I guess, go into it. So a tiny community deep in the forest, Beartown hasn't been the best at anything in a long time, but down by the lake stands an old ice rink. And in that ice rink, Kevin, Amat, Benji, and the rest of the town's junior ice hockey team are about to compete in the national semifinals. And they actually have a shot at winning. All the hopes and dreams of this place now rest on the shoulders of a handful of teenage boys. Under the heavy burden, the semifinal match becomes the catalyst for a violent act that will leave a young girl traumatized and a town in turmoil. This is a story about a town and a game, but even more about loyalty, commitment, and the responsibilities of friendship. The people we disappoint, even though we love them, and the decisions we make every day that come to define us. In this story of a small forest town, Frederick Backman has found the entire world. What I got like goosebumps on that last sentence because like now going and knowing the story, yeah, it a lot of hockey talk. Listen, I don't like hockey. I've never been a hockey fan. Not into like uh, not really. The reason why
1: I like hockey is because I think hockey players are
0: cute. Yeah, they're cute. That's That's literally (laughs) the only reason. (laughs) That's fair. But so like I know nothing about hockey. Literally nothing about hockey. So like all the hockey lingo is just completely lost. Yes, yeah, like, I, I don't know what any of the things mean. Like I don't know what a power play is. I don't know and also
1: things. the book was translated. So like a what? lot so a lot of what I thought I wouldn't tweeted? understand because of that.
0: He you know said right? Dutch? I
1: what think it, so. I think it's I'm pretty sure but it's Swedish. It.
0: So he so the book originally you had said this at book club. So the book was originally written in his native language. Mm-hmm. You said that, So what were you just saying? You were afraid it was going to be like...
1: Yeah, I thought on top of not understanding hockey lingo that much that the translation would be off. Because for the most part, books that are translated, like... They're always a bit off. Because English is a hard, hard but it, English is a hard language if it's your Right. Word. So like some of the sentences, you know, may not flow together, may not like right. Make, right. make as much sense. Um, so I was expecting it to be like that. No. It's not at all. I think it everything no makes sense.
0: Did. Yeah. But the trying, only
1: right. thing that I noticed I was the like grammatical things were off. So yes. There was a lot of places where there was no commas or like on oh, sentences.
0: comma. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I do yeah. agree with that. But I feel like for like an English translation, like Yeah, it was pretty spot was on. Bad job. Like it actually was pretty spot on. Like yeah. I I after you said that I was like okay yeah like I could see why that would definitely be concerning. Um yeah. I feel like, like I said, you know, there, it was heavy on the hockey in the beginning. It definitely was heavy on the hockey and not liking hockey was like, great. Is this going to be a whole book? That's going to talk about hockey games. And I'm, it's going to just go over my head and I'm not going to be, it. but it wasn't like that. You know, I think the hockey hockey was important, obviously. And it was like in the background of everything that was going on, but it wasn't like the main focal point. I kind of
1: feel like he almost had to, like, focus so much on that in the beginning Set it up. for the story to be as impactful 100%. as it was. At, you know, as you get to the main plot, the main, you know, the Absolutely. main, like, conflict in the book, you kind of had to have that beginning stepping stones before you Absolutely. got to that part.
0: And guys, you know, just another FYI, because I think it's really important. Um, and I am going to make sure that I put this in the description. Obviously, there are trigger warnings um, for sexual assault um, and some LGBTQ themes as well. Um, so if any of those things can be triggering for you, obviously, or we haven't gotten to that part yet, but, you know, you can kind of turn the episode off now. And, you know, otherwise, you know, I just want to make sure that we're, we're supporting everybody just in case that it could be a potential trigger. Um... Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't disagree with what you're saying. I think also, you know, and this is not my issue, but I think it was hard in the beginning to keep track of all of the characters because introducing so many people, like every other chapter, like, and then even sometimes halfway through the chapter, the perspective would go from like Peter
1: to to David to, and that's, what's interesting about this book is that, you know, Mo like a, most books you either get like the main character's perspective or a book is written in third person. So you kind of get like, you're kind of like elevated outside of the story, you know?
0: It's like you're like outside looking in kind of.
1: Right. So you still only are very like, you only see certain perspectives, but in this book, you see everyone's. Like everyone has, like you are like inside every single characters' brains, you know, yeah. like there's not one character that you don't
0: like read their Absolutely. perspective. Absolutely. Really and, interesting. And you know what? I think it adds something to the story to do it that way because oh, like, yeah. you know, and we're gonna obviously talk about the big conflict in the middle. But so especially after the rape happens, yeah. to see the victim's perspective and then the perpetrator's perspective. And then and everyone then else around them perspective the mom the best friend yeah yeah the
1: only perspective you don't get is the brothers yeah he's the i think about it right yeah
0: Yeah. and even i mean and so it's funny and you know i when i was reading like reviews on the books i was curious somebody had brought up a good point that if you had noticed like certain characters didn't get names in it so like benji one of the characters there like the bass player we never find out his name he's just always right
1: because they're like, you know, they're, they're
0: not as, you know, it's like, like, like not, not like, to a, the, to the plot. exactly, because they don't add anything to Bear Town basically, mm-hmm. so somebody was like, wow, I was like, that's a really good point, but it's, to also say, though, like you said, like, we never, we get his perspective, though, which mm-hmm. is so interesting, so, you know, it's, it, it really was an incredible book, so, you know, you're moving through this um, this big game for them. And what is it? It's the semifinals before they go to the finals. Mm-hmm. They win this big match. Like it's, this is like the biggest moment to happen in the town for like so long because- Years and years. Years and years because the junior hockey team is like, they put all of this pressure, I feel like on these boys. And that's mm-hmm. what they are. They're boys. They're not men. They're literally- no, I think- They're
1: literally like freshmen and sophomores, like high school.
0: Yeah. And you have this junior hockey team that you're basically telling them, okay, great. You're going to bring money. You're going to bring honor, like notoriety. Like you're going to basically make, you're going to put our small town on the map. Like yep. you're, and they're you're like, gonna, if you lose, our small town's gone. Or like, That's it. Like, we're not going to get the sponsorship. Like, that factory is going to close down. That's here. Like, And that's a lot of pressure to put on kids. It is. Yeah. It and is like, a lot literal, of pressure. You know, it's, and hockey is like a way of life. To but that, it's a lot of
1: pressure, but it is still not an excuse. No. Oh, no, 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 no. What <laughs> the main character and is. It's not. I, know,
0: I know that's not, not what total. you're saying, but I'm just saying, it's like, not. you know. And I think... I think that's, and I don't want to make generalizations, but you know, as a, wo- as a woman, I think I'm allowed to make this generalization that I feel like athletes have this mentality, not all athletes. I want to preface this before somebody comes for me and says that that's a little, a little biased. I'm not trying to be biased here, but I think we can say that most athletes have this like I think they're like invincible like they're superheroes that like they can do whatever they want and they'll get a free pass and nothing bad's gonna happen to them they're gonna get bailed out mm-hmm. like i know kids like that i went to high school with who just because they played sports were like well i'm gonna get out of everything because i play football or and we also sports. saw it a
1: lot you know on the news like absolutely. or in the media as well as absolutely Absolutely, like, athletes I think are, it makes sense to make
0: that general, generalization. Yeah, And I think that's what this, that's at the heart of what happens at this scandal mm-hmm. is what it was, is he genuinely believed that no consequences were going to come with him. because right. he's a smart he's student, a star, player. The star yeah.
1: hockey player, right, yeah. and his parents are yeah. rich.
0: Yeah, um, it's. Yeah. And it's so, and okay, I guess we'll, now we can kind of go into it. So Kevin is essentially this star hockey, like Michelle was saying, star hockey player, smart student, like parents are like loaded. Loaded. Like, you know what? And this was something that I had noticed a lot about Kevin is he had all of those things. Did he really seem that happy?
1: No, he, no. (laughs) The first perspective, I think he's like the opening perspective of the book is him outside, with the, the puck over yep. and over, yeah, like, yep. the amount, and, you know, I'm not saying that the amount of pressure that he was under was something to be taken lightly, because he oh, like was, that. yeah, he was definitely under um, in the, um, uh, a lot of pressure on from that. the community and from his parents on top of that, his parents were
0: uh, awful. Like we're, oh. his dad mostly, I would say. His mom was actually wasn't his dad, yeah. And you yeah. can see at one point, like his mom was even like, "Oh my god, like what the hell?" Yeah, does she knew child do? what was happening. And yeah. like the dad was like, "That's your son. Like
1: you're supposed to have his back." Like, but then she was like, "I don't know because I found that? the bloody sheets." Yeah. And he, in all his years, never did laundry, but that one. Now one all of a
0: sudden, to yep, to do. yeah, he's doing
1: laundry. Like. He seemed a little suspicious.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I don't disagree with you. I think there's this incredible amount of pressure that was on him because they talk about it a lot in the book about how dad didn't ask, oh, well, the dad would never ask, oh, well, how did you do? Like, did you have fun? Was the game fun? Like what happened? It was always, what were your stats? and whenever he would like bring a test home from school like Kevin even you know makes the comparison he'd bring home a test it would be a 95 which is a great score and his dad wouldn't he didn't pay attention to all of the stuff he got right he focused on okay well what did you get wrong
1: yeah and like it made me think that like like this kid probably thinks that no matter what he does it's never going to be enough you know it's never
0: it's sad it's sad it doesn't give you an ex- like i agree with what you said it mm-hmm. doesn't give him a free pass to do whatever he wants though
1: no and um, after it happened he never owned up to never apologized and when he was questioned by the police he was like no she wanted it you yep. know i and, I'm, and I think for me, if he would have been honest and owned up to what he did, I think I would have liked him as a character more, but because of what he did and how he constantly like denied it, um, even to the end of the book, which the ending, I think like, it ends on a pretty good note. I still did not like him.
0: I didn't either. And you know, I think, and this is what I love so much about books, is like, and not even, because it's really hard, like, can we characterize him as the villain in the story? Like, he does, like, you know what I mean? Like, we're taught, like, I would say, no, there's multiple, like, like, there's multiple villains. I I agree. So, like, when we're taught, when we read books as kids, you know, you have the antagonist and the protagonist. So like uh-huh. yes, he falls under like that villain antagonist category. Yeah. But like, my thing is, you know, we all love to hate the villains. You know what I mean? The bad people. But you're, yeah. you brought up such a good point where it's like, you know, what he's done is un- unthinkable. And it's not, there's nothing redeeming about him because of what he's done. You know, he commits this crime basically against, you know, this girl. And, you know, you almost wish there was something about him that like, it was like a redeeming quality. Like you said, like maybe if he owned it, I wouldn't love him. But you know what, maybe it would make me like him a little bit more.
1: Yeah, because then you could at least see that he he's acknowledging it. what he did was wrong, did. right? And yeah. yeah, and that he would oh. never do it again, which also makes you think that she probably was not the first girl that he did that no. to because oh God, you know, no. in the moment, in that scene it just seems like that has happened before yeah.
0: and i think that's a good segue into maya because maya is the victim right. who is who is oh yeah you're right sorry i got the names but yeah. yeah so kevin um and like i said you guys if, if you've read the book um you know they win this big hockey game his parents are out of town You know, they're like on a high because they're like, oh my God, we're going to the finals. Like we're going to win. He's this all-star player. He can, he's the golden boy. He can do no wrong. You know, they go to this party. He invites Maya, who he's had feelings for. He has a crush on. And Maya is like, oh, he's cute. Like, he's the it boy. Like, this is who I need to like, because this yeah. is who everybody likes. And, and he seemed that first before all this happened. Like, he seemed like he was a good yeah, kid, yeah. You know? Like a nice kid. Yeah. And you go to this party and, you know, there's drinking and there's drugs and there's all of these things. And it's so funny because we're going to talk about Benji next, because Benji actually was one of my favorite characters in the book. Me um, too. Yes,
1: apparently. I love him as well. At first, I didn't really know how to feel about him. but Oh, I
0: felt the same way. And then I feel like towards the end, though, it grew on me. And for me, it was almost like Benji had like a premonition that like something's going to go down at this party and I got to get out. Yeah, he left. He Um, left. He leaves literally right before the assault because he just said he didn't want to be there. He just wanted to be gone. And it like it's so weird to me, like when character it's like characters know because now we know how the book ends and it's like. You know it like it just it it shakes you a little bit because you're like maybe that was the gut feeling that he had at that point, where like something's gonna go off. And yeah, you know, Kevin brings Maya, you know, upstairs and she she's identified, you know, too drunk and she smokes weed, I think, too. So she she knows she does smoke she it, yeah. She did. like yeah. she's off balance. So already yeah. there's a power discrepancy, no matter what, right there. Drugs and alcohol yeah. are at play here i and, think he was
1: also drinking but i don't think he yeah. was as um intoxicated
0: as No, cute. i don't disagree and like honestly you know and this is something we're going to talk about obviously i'm sure after this is again she said no no matter how drunk you yeah. are you say no so yeah.
1: but he also was very extremely like violent towards her yes well he like, slapped her too yeah the face and was choking her and like holding her down to the point that even though she was saying no she couldn't even move like to get up and get out of the way
0: i'm assuming you know they don't really go into like too much of a description and that's the thing they don't really describe like physical attributes but like we all know what hockey players look like
1: yeah this guy was a
0: big guy He's a big guy, I'm probably assuming. He probably has some, like, crazy strength because he's working out to play this sport. And, like, we don't know. I mean, we don't know what she looks like, but he's a lot stronger than her, I would probably guess. So, like, for him to, like, incapacitate her would probably, it probably would not take much. And she, after the assault, she ends up with all the- Yeah, with marks and bruises and stuff. It, like, to me, it's, like you said, it's very violent, the attack, but- Violent. our sister brought up a, our sister amanda at book club brought up a really good point because you know we've if any of us watches svu if we watch any of those shows where like rape and sexual assault is talked about i feel like books and movies and shows fall under one of two categories so they either don't really like they just set it up to like be like okay this is what happened and they don't really talk about it so like it doesn't really you don't get the benefit of it Or they feel like they have to like, brutalize it and make it so awful that like, it's like, it's either too much or not enough. Like, there's no way. And I feel like this book did a really, really good job of the writing, you know, Frederick Backman really wrote the whole rape scene very well. And yeah, like yeah, and that's it, why I was even more surprised about this because he's writing, and I'm not saying that a man can't write about rape, but why I'm saying this is it's a female victim, and it's a male perpetrator. It I can't imagine that it would be easy for a male author to write from a female victim's perspective. I can't imagine that that would be easy. Yeah, it's probably. I imagine it's not easy. I can't imagine that. So, and I feel like he did such a great job just writing, you know what I mean? Like it, he just, he really did a very good job. It wasn't too, br- like, yes, it was a brutal attack, but it wasn't triggering. Like it didn't feel super triggering to me, like reading it, you know, it overall, it just felt like he they, did it.
1: Yeah. Like he was just very straightforward with yes. it. You know, there, there wasn't a whole, the scene in itself in the book was pretty short.
0: Yeah. It wasn't like a a whole chapter where like, you have to hear all these awful things. You're like, Oh my God, this is too much. Like it was just enough. I think. Yeah. And you know, then we move into the aftermath of this and Maya originally right off the bat decides she's not going to report it. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And she, does she buries her clothes or she burns her clothes? She burns them. them. She burns her clothes because she said, that's it. I'm not going to the police. No evidence she mm-hmm. like holds up in her room for a few weeks and it's she, a week a yeah. week because she's waiting for all of the bruises and stuff to go away and eventually it's actually her friend anna who eventually shows up if i remember correctly and is like what is going on
1: uh, so when they were at the party um my left you know was yeah. upstairs with kevin yeah friend actually got upset she didn't really know like what was happening she thought that Maya completely you know she like left her there yeah had a deal that they wouldn't do that to each other so the friend got very upset and um she like leaves the party and I believe her and Maya don't talk for I think it's like three or four days like they don't because she was angry with her yeah but Mia had no idea she was like I'm not going to call her because I don't want to load this onto her. On her. I don't want to. But she already has it. enough going on. Right. So she didn't even know that the friend was upset with her at all. Um, and then it wasn't until the friend was um, in the woods behind her house. You remember she runs into Kevin and the look he gives her is like, and she was like, holy shit, like something, something must happened. It's terrified to see her. Like, Oh my god, you know, cuz he probably imagined that. Mia yeah. told her what happened. And so when that happened, she automatically that something happened,
0: something she down and then she she ran. She ran to right to the house. house. yep And it's Anna essentially who convinces her to cool. go to the police to report it. And you know, it's I feel like this story in general is such a, it's important because I think, you know, they're so and this town essentially turns on her and Maya as like because Maya is our protagonist in this case you know Kevin's our antagonist Maya's the protagonist Maya as a protagonist is like so freaking strong like that, holding which, it all together for everybody which is really surprising I did not yeah. and
1: I think that was how she was gonna be oh no.
0: but to the point where, like she was like the one holding them all up
1: I imagined it would be she would, you know, would feel a lot, um, you know, not be as strong, strong, I guess, as she was.
0: And like I said, her parents were going to talk about Peter and Kira in a minute, too. She's essentially the one who's like keeping everything afloat for her family. And like her parents have so many moments of weakness and she's like the parent almost in this like unbelievable show of like strength I mean she and then she ends up kind of taking the power back into her own hands at the end of the book well
1: it's almost like you know she is being this strong person for her family and her friends but then she's also like holding in a secret that no one knows like when her and the friend you know they like take the guns from the shooting yeah they go (laughs) shooting Hey, but the whole time the friend is just assuming that they're just like going out shooting to small town it's a small like wooden you know like i guess like hunting is a big part of the community so they are like, yeah you know so the friend didn't know anything about it but the whole time she, oh, she just was thinks she wants plodding. to be eating. she was plotting it plotting yeah. like taking that gun and shooting that one bullet that she had
0: for her or for kevin you know like she and she and she debates it like internally that she doesn't know who the bullet's gonna go for for
1: herself is like putting up this strong front at the same time like She's falling
0: apart behind the scenes. yeah there was this there's so many great characters to talk we could be talking about all of the characters at this book There's are yeah. so many memorable ones for me you know, what I loved so much about this. And I said this at book club too. I love that the roles of the parents were kind of reversed in this book. So Maya's parents, Peter and Kira, um, you know, Peter is kind of more of the, so he's the hockey club manager. So he manages, you know, the team and everything. So he is like more of the soft-spoken, like has like a paralyzing, like fear of conflict, which we we learned that from the beginning of the book when they want to fire the hockey coach. Um, he and he can't do like, it. Which is who like raised him basically because his father was an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. And it like, we see that conflict is just really hard for him right out the gate as soon as you meet him. So it's so interesting that like, you're you're getting that taste of him and then the big conflict rolls around and it's even then he doesn't know what to do. He like is just Yes, but at the same time he was still pretty like still like very supportive in the matter, yes. oh,
1: absolutely. He, yeah, even though he was like, absolutely. I hate conflict, I don't know what to do. He still did
0: he, he did the, the right thing. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. versus Kira, who's his wife and is a lawyer and is like the assertive one. And like she's the one that, you know, when the rock or the brick gets thrown through their window, she literally grabs. A it's baseball a, bat or a hot, what did you grab? A baseball bat, right? Baseball bat and gets in the car and drives and goes in the car and, and pieces after mm-hmm. the boys that threw the brick through the window and essentially kicks the crap out of them. Mm-hmm. And it's or is the about to, or is about to. And oh, that sorry. moment for me was like, we don't, you know, in books, you don't usually see that. That would be more of a father. In most books, that would be the father who was doing that. It's yeah. not usually the mom. Yeah. It's not. You know what I mean? We don't really see that typically. So I loved that he kind of reversed a little bit in this book. That yeah. they had different, like, not roles, but like roles kind of. Yeah.
1: Um, not right. your, like, traditional.
0: It's not your traditional mom. It's like soft-spoken and, you know. Um, and then I want to talk about Amat because Amat is. Mm, I loved him. I loved him too, is this like young, like the youngest on the team, you know, he's on—he's not on the junior league. He's on the other, um, the other, whatever the one lower than that is. And they see that, you know, he's deemed like the weak one in the beginning because he's like the low man on the totem pole. But essentially he's really, really fast. So that's why he kind of like shoots up the, the ladder a little bit in that like i feel like he's kind of treated like dirt in the beginning because his mom also cleans the ranks so she's the cleaning lady so they like look down on him a lot in the beginning but he also kind of bears witness to the big conflict in this book and literally walks in on mm-hmm. Kevin and Maya and sees everything and is like the one person that could go to the police with her and like completely make her story credible
1: yeah but, but i think it's it's really interesting that you can kind of see his character develop development throughout the book right because he witnesses and sees everything not everything but you know sees the important parts of what happened right absolutely and- has this like inner conflict absolutely. with self like throughout the whole book what do i do <laughs> what do i right like what, what do, I do? do i do you know like because mia you know there's just a lot of you know like back and forth and then in the end he truly chooses the right like the right thing yeah absolutely and story that much incredible
0: and I think it's so believable the conflict that he has because he probably idolizes Kevin too, because Kevin is the the, the golden hockey star and that's all he wants is to play hockey and give his know, mom a better life. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? So and I think we can also look at all of the peer pressure Amat got during after yeah. the incident. To, like, stand up for Who's Kevin. side. Like, do you believe Kevin do you or do you believe-, you believe Maya? And this is them not even knowing that he saw everything. So they're just yeah. saying, you're part of the team, so you got to go along with whatever we say. Yep. And then
1: the dad, um, yeah, Kevin's dad, tries to, like, pay him off. Yes. Tries to and- get the mom, like, a better job to not go to the police and say
0: anything. Because Kevin is oh. like, there is one person that- That knows you know, something- I know there something is, that other people know. There is, Amat's mother, in my opinion, has one of the best lines in the entire book. And it's literally, and I, I, I highlighted it because I wanted I wanted to say it, where she literally goes to him, I don't know what you know, but whatever it is, there's clearly someone out there who's terrified that you're going to reveal it. And let me tell you something, my boy, I don't need any men I don't need a man to tell me what I can think and feel and believe. I only need one man, my son, and you're not alone. You've never been alone. Like remember, she tells him, You're not a bear, you're a lion. So you go do you go do the right thing and you're and in the end, he does. He does. And you know, his moment of clarity, you have this whole town that is essentially like turned on Maya and has been unbelievably cruel to her and they've been you know ostracizing and awful and they do all of these terrible things and he literally stands up in front of all of them and says I know the truth and I saw what happened what happened yep and I am going down to the police station and I am going to tell them everything that happened because it's not right
1: no and he does it at like the like at like a town meeting, meeting. A town like, meeting where yeah.
0: they're like yeah so like, i'm like yes boy i'm like you yeah go. absolutely so and the last character that i kind of want to hit on because i think and i'll tie it into why i wanted to bring this up i typed all this stuff down so i knew kind of where to go uh thoughts on benji so and i said to you benji was actually ended up being probably one of my favorite characters in this book
1: yeah i at first was like I did not like him, but I was just kind of like, you know, he's one of those characters that does all of these bad things, but gets away with everything, right? You know, he's hey. smoking weed, doing all this shit, yeah. but is still playing hockey, still on the hockey team, and, and, they and say, everyone what? knows. Yeah. And no one does anything, right? So I was just kind of yeah. like, you no, know, I don't really know how I felt about him. But then yeah. when he sees my... Um, in- when she in the woods when she's like leaving the party and you know he could see the sheer like terror, like, in terror her on her face yeah, yeah. he's like yeah. oh my god and then the next day he goes and confronts Kevin. confronts Kevin and he just automatically knew like yeah you did something what did what you do it? to her he you know didn't. yeah and that's when I started to like he started to grow on me because then he starts yeah. to kind of like limit and not no Break away.
0: Starts to like distance himself right Love from it. Kevin yeah. and from it all yeah. and I think you know there's so many characters that we can talk there really is so many characters but Benji for me especially with Kevin because the two of them are a package deal mm-hmm. there's not one without the other and they explain it that way you know Kevin um for instance Benji's father um doesn't have a father you know was raised by essentially his mother And his sisters basically is who is responsible for his care. So Benji
1: have done a lot for him.
0: Yeah. have done his family's done a lot for him. So Benji and Kevin are like brothers basically is how I would describe it. And, you know, Kevin's father is also very absent. So their hockey coach, David is very much like a stand-in father for both of them. Absolutely. You know, absolutely a stand-in father. So, you know, when, And like what it just says so much about Benji as a character, because, you know, natural instinct would be like what everybody else in the town says is he's my best friend. So I'm just going to believe whatever he says. And I'm not going to question it. And I like, I think it said it speaks so much to who Benji is as a person because Mm -hmm. he doesn't know Maya as well as he knows Benji or uh, Kevin. And he literally took one look at Maya after what happened and said, I know that Kevin did something. Yeah. And just knew and that's yep. why Kevin essentially cuts him off. Yeah, because he's like, book. because yeah. he knew that all it would take is Benji and him to look at one another and have a conversation, and Benji would see through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Because that's how well they knew each other. And yep. I also, you know, we said it during book club, Benji being gay mm-hmm. kind of yeah. came from like left fields for me. Like, yeah, I, thought, it, but it. I wasn't expecting it. Yeah. yeah. I mean. But I love how the author wrote that kind of conflict he was having where he's like in his like mind benji's mind is he has to be this like masculine like straight hockey player that's what the town expects him to be but the reality is he doesn't really really like hockey all that much no we'd rather not do (laughs) hockey. yeah he's he's questioning everything that he was told he is and (laughs) watching him struggle with that in this book like I kind of and I loved that the bass player was like even questioned him and said, "Well, why do you have to be that way? Why do yeah. you like to skate? Why do you ice skate?" Yeah, I kind of I really loved I loved that whole dynamic. Um, and you know, I it's so interesting because I feel like all of the characters that didn't have father figures in the book turned out the best. Amat most part, Amat and Benji yeah like you know what I mean like and I love that they had single mothers and they were raised by females essentially and looking at the difference between the two of them compared to like Kevin and what was that other kid's name Um, yeah the the mom was the nurse right no um, I liked I actually thought that is that Bobo was that Bobo was that I think it was Bobo I I, I like as well I actually really Bobo grew on me too I mean he was bullying Amat and his friend in the beginning but I think Bobo Wait, he comes he comes full circle circle me. yeah and he yeah. changes yeah. yeah remember how we were talking about in the beginning how like you want that redeemable quality in somebody like in somebody that's supposed to be the bad guy for me I hated Bobo in the beginning but as the story progresses and as like you get to know him as a character you don't hate him as much anymore yeah and you
1: don't like I, I feel like it's like such a human I don't know if it's a flaw per se but we is, always want to see the best and you know we always want to see the best in everyone even if they they've like done us wrong right? we want to see
0: remember when you in English, English? what was it called your tragic flaw
1: yeah. So in a book, you almost want the bad character to, you know, not continue Absolutely. to be that way. Yeah, because you want, you want them to be better. <laughs> right. And for the most part, in Kevin, that does not happen. No, it's you know, not
0: redeemable. He kind
1: of it- stays bad, but in the end, like, you know, you know that he acknowledges what happened, but it takes until he's married, right, and has to tell his wife what yeah.
0: happened. Oh, absolutely! And like, I love that Maya kind of took the power back into Mm -hmm. her own hands, and literally marched out into the woods with a gun and said to him, "I am going to make you afraid." Now you're like, go, girl! Yeah, now you're going to be afraid of the dark. Every time you close your eyes, you're going to be afraid. This is what you're going to remember, just like now how I'm afraid of the dark, Mm -hmm. and like power to power to fucking maya like which is awesome because
1: i really thought she was gonna shoot him so did i I I really thought she was gonna shoot him and then she did not
0: and i was like damn girl girl it was very powerful and like i said there were a lot of you know memorable obviously these are not all the you get to know a lot of characters in this book but Again, I feel like those are the more memorable ones. And even like the Coach David, I mean, I, you know, we could we could hash all of their backstories. We would be on here for an hour and a half probably. Yeah, But reality is, it it, it's sh- so much character development in this book. How long is this book, by the way? Like 400 and- 400 pages, pages yeah, about. And there's a book two as well. And a book three apparently. I'm very about- interested to see. Uh, Yep, you're right. There is- Yep, 400 pages. Yeah. So I, like I said, for me, David, and this is probably the last, like I said, we could go back and forth for hours on all of these characters. David was another character for me that I went through moments where I was like really proud of how far he came. And then there were other moments where I was like, this guy's a freaking tool. Like,
1: yeah, I, I did not.
0: Yeah. And I, but I loved what, oh my God. I, and I'm trying to remember what the quote is, but I loved what Soon, Soonie? Uh, the, oh, the old coach. Cold hockey coach that he was going to replace when he says to him, do you think he did it? And he's like, I don't really know. Like, it's not my job. It's not my job to tell, I, I'm not a police right, officer. Right, to say
1: if it, did, if it happened or not, yeah.
0: I remember he asked SUNY something along the lines of, well, what do you, like, how do you protect your kids, or something along those lines? Because we find out David's girlfriend is pregnant, and he says, You know what? He said, When you have a daughter, and she goes through I, when you have a daughter, I come back to me, come back, come back to me, and we'll have the same conversation. Mm-hmm. Where he basically was kind of defending Kevin, and he's like, But you know, as a parent, like, what are you supposed to do? Like, blah, 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 blah. And soon literally tells him, you know what, when you have a daughter and she's in this situation, you come back to me and you let me know what the right thing is. Mm -hmm. And like, that's so powerful to think too, because it's like, you don't have to have kids to still be a good person. No. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to have a child. You don't have to identify. I can't even imagine what Peter and Kira and, you know, Maya's brother were going through because they're probably struggling with this just as much as Maya is because they see how how hard she's hurting and what she's dealing with. And you know, you're hearing about everybody in the town say, oh, well, what was she wearing? What was she drinking? You know, was she leading him on? Why was she alone with him? And Like she said yes at first, and then she said, and then, you know, like, Exactly, and like, you have all of that swirling around in a cyclone in this town and they decide not to move. Mm -hmm. And Kira literally flat, flat out asked Maya, we can move. And she's like, well, I'm not giving them that satisfaction. Yeah.
1: Like I'm not hiding anything. I'm not hiding.
0: There's nothing to hide. So it it over oh god, it was such a it really was a really great book. There were so many quotes in this book that I wanted to like there are a lot of hold on to. Yeah. Yeah. I loved I loved the one too where um Maya's talking about how like Anna, as they've gotten older, like Anna didn't care so much what people thought of her in the beginning, but like as they got older and as they move up through high school like she starts to she's what does she say she starts to get quieter like her voice is quieter
1: yeah she starts to care too much about what about that like it's
0: It's such a good like line (laughs) so true like you know what i mean you like that you have to worry about what people think of you so you have to be careful if you're too loud or you're too opinionated like you have to be definitely i thought like
1: overall the book
0: covers such um
1: like such an array of of different everything like
0: remember how i said at the back of the book where it says in this story of a small forest town frederick backman has found the entire world and it's so true Yeah, he really does. Like in four hundred pages, every type
1: of of conflict Conflict. or like topic, like you can think of. Yeah, societal like class Mm -hmm. issues. There's 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 so much race.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of a lot of issues. Yeah, it's and it's so prevalent. Like this is a book that I wish they would give like high school students to read. Yeah this would be a good book for high school students I feel like because but instead you're reading
1: like Shakespeare ago. that was written like thousands and thousands, thousands years of years ago, years
0: no ago. wrong there's nothing wrong with Shakespeare you know I love a good Shakespeare play yeah, same, but like but like
1: pay,
0: this, I did not pay any attention to that right like if you yeah agreed this is what they need to be reading because I think again this ties in so many important things
1: it's also more, like, realistic to yeah. high schoolers,
0: you know, like, for, for that age group. 100%. Yeah. Like, this could be a great book for, like, a junior class. hmm Writing a letter to the department right. of education in New Jersey. <laughs> but, um So, like I said, we could sit here and talk for hours about how much we enjoyed it, guys. If you haven't read the book, if you listened to the whole episode, and if anything, if you've sat through all of this, go get it, read it for yourself. You know, I I know everybody will get just as much out of this book as we did. I, like I said, it starts off a little weird. If you can push through the first like 94 pages, it gets a lot better. better. You're going to come out on the other side. I promise. So, and that was, that was our March pick of for book club um i just really quick i know i always say it every episode but um obviously if you guys have any thoughts on it send us a dm we are on instagram and i haven't posted anything on tiktok i'm gonna get better about the tiktok thing i promise and i say that every episode but it's actually gonna happen this time um <laughs> i promise it really is at well read sisters um and michelle and i actually already picked our first book for April. We will probably pick a second book because I think that just makes it these episodes. This was a lot easier to like discuss a book that we both read this way. So Mm -hmm. I think picking a book every month is just easier. So um, we did pick our April 1st choice, which is One Italian Summer by Rebecca Searle. Um, I am going to post it on our Instagram page and I'll save it on the highlights link just so if you guys need to go back and find it, it's there. Um, and we'll probably pick a second book uh, for the other half at some point, which we'll let you guys know. Michelle and I will debate and go back and forth about that. Um, for our book club, now we're reading, um, what is it? The Song of Achilles, which um, yeah. I'm excited to read. I know I've had that book online. on my list be Read for a long time. bur, literally forever. Yeah. So once I, I I try to wait to do those books until closer till we meet because then it's more fresh in my head if I read it at the beginning of the month then I'm like screwed and I can't remember anything that happened
1: so I've heard such great things about the song Oh
0: yeah so maybe we'll make Song of Achilles the other book we do this month too maybe that'll be the second book it's easy because we're already reading it so it's kind of a joke so all right guys well thank you so much for joining us um we will catch you guys next week or next time next week next time next month anytime